Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Logic Sports NFL Sunday Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by Nasir Subar and Dan Pleat. How are you guys doing on this Sunday? Yeah, ready for some football, man. Yeah, very ready for some football today. Well, yeah, it's week four, and we'll take, we're going to talk about three games today, one from the one o'clock slate, one from the four o'clock slate, and a Monday night football game. But the game at the one o'clock slate we'll talk about is the Packers and the Bills as Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers go and face the Buffalo Bills, who came off an upset win against the Minnesota Vikings last week to get their first win of the season. What do you guys expect to see from this game? Uh, honestly, I feel like the Bills aren't actually what they were last week. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say the Packers will probably uh, have an easy game today, especially because it's in Green Bay. Mm. So I don't, I don't see the Bills coming into Lambeau and doing what they did to the Vikings last week. Yeah, there's no way. <laughs> that was, I don't know what happened in uh, Minnesota, but the Bills. I don't think, I think Josh Allen will have a solid game. I think he'll throw a couple picks here and there, but I don't think they're going to come away with a win over the Packers. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to get on his saddle, may, uh, win this game for them, and move on to the next week. So do you think that there's any chance that the Bills could win? I mean, there's a chance. Like, the Packers' defense isn't great. Like, yeah. they have a lot of holes in it. So if the Bills do come out like they did last week against, which was a better defense, and, and do what they did, then, yeah, there's obviously a chance. But I'm just saying in Green Bay, I feel like Rodgers – like wants to see that Lambo leap like a few times, like not once, not twice, maybe not three times. Like he wants, he wants that a lot. Like he needs that kind of game after what they did last week. I mean, I agree with that. I think the Packers will probably win this game easily, but there's, I don't think there's a chance. I think there's a chance the Bills could upset at least them. put them yeah. put up a fight or upset them because they're coming off of just momentum. That momentum plays a big part in the NFL. Like mm-hmm. if you're playing a certain team, if you lose the week before, you win the week before, that could determine what you do this week. So they're going against a team that definitely has a better that definitely has a worse defense than the Vikings and they put 27 up against the Vikings. But the Vikings offense is obviously uh not as good as the Packers just because of the mm-hmm. fact of Aaron Rodgers yeah. and you know all his weapons. But the Bills just got to play good defense, and I think Josh Allen can actually put points on the board because the Packers' defense really isn't all that strong. They have a young secondary going against a young quarterback, so I think that can actually go towards Josh Allen's, um, like in Josh Allen's favor. It just comes down to coaching. Uh, like you said, you said it like a while ago, you don't think Mike McCarthy's that good of a coach, but Sean McDermott also isn't great at all. So I think Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers will probably be the different difference in this game if he like makes one more step to being healthy from week one, then uh, he can actually dominate this game and it will be over. Yeah, I mean, the got to keep in mind, like, the Packers are coming off of a bad loss to the Redskins. They lost 31-17 the week prior, so yeah. I can't see Aaron Rodgers taking a loss like that and not coming back stronger than what he did the game before. And the defense is definitely going to have to step it up this game because I don't think Josh Allen's set himself up completely that yet. Like, he's not – feel like he's a solidified starter. So he's still going to have to go into that maturing as the season goes on, considering he is a rookie. So he's going to have to play just as good, if not better, this game because he's going to – he might be in a shootout with Aaron Rodgers, who's one of the all-time greats. So we'll just see what happens. See, I just feel like – I just feel like coming into the season, the Packers probably looked at their schedule and, and, like, said which ones they thought they would win. And this was probably one of the ones that they crossed off, like, easy win, stuff like that. But after seeing – what happened last week, and after coming off to this, what are they, 1-1-1, one, one, and one, Yeah, they, they, yeah, that, one, one, yeah one, with yeah. that start, I mean, you kind of need a win at this point just so you stay ahead of the game and you don't fall back like they have in yeah. the past years. So, like I said, even though they thought this was going to be an easy game, they're definitely not going to take it lightly, and they're going to put their uh, foot on the pedal. 
Yeah, I agree with that. Just because there's a really like there's a really realistic chance that they could be zero and three. That first game they won, they came back because of Rodgers. Yeah. And then they tied against Minnesota. In my opinion, they should have lost that game. Minnesota missed a lot of field goals. Yeah. So, and then the and then last week they lose to the Redskins. So I know Aaron Rodgers is good, but do you think this Green Bay team is as good as it was like in the past, dating back, let's say, two years ago, not last year because Rodgers was hurt most of the year? No, because I feel like their defense was stronger in the past. And Aaron Rodgers, I think he's, he's trying to play off confidence, but I don't think he really feels he's back to where he used to be. Yeah. Like, he's trying to play – to win games, but he's not trying to play how he used to. Just let it yeah. fly. Just go out, try and put up numbers. But also, I really think the the main point is from two years ago, I feel like their defense was a, lot, a little bit better than what it is today because they're letting up these points to the Reds, 31 points to the Redskins, 29 points to the Vikings. Like, the Vikings are a good team offensively. Don't get me wrong. But you can't have these games consistently where you're giving up 20-plus, 20-plus, yeah. getting to the 30s and expecting Aaron Rodgers to always save you. Like, especially because they haven't played any great offenses offense. either. So, like, when they when they have to go down and play, like, especially, like, a team like the Lions that's in their division, they have a really good offense. So, like, the Lions can cause some problems. My problem with Green Bay is just the team around Aaron Rodgers just isn't good enough. I mean, he has a good offensive line, and Devontae Adams is a good receiver, but Jimmy Graham hasn't done much. And Jordy Nelson, that loss, I think, really hurts Rodgers because last year Nelson struggled, but it was without Rodgers. And Rodgers, that was Rodgers, you know, probably number one target. That was his longest tenured receiver and all that. And now you just lose him. It's going to be hard to adjust because now it's Randall Cobb and Geronimo Allison. And no disrespect to them. They're great. They're good receivers, but they're not, you know, Devontae Adams and Jordy Nelson. Mm -hmm. And now it's Devontae Adams and then these two other guys that are, like, smaller receivers. I think Jordy Nelson really added another dynamic. And, like, if Rodgers was in trouble, he knows he can throw it to him and he can make the catch because they have that chemistry with each other. But do you think that the Packers can bounce back this week and ride this momentum to finish off the season strong? Uh, I mean, yeah, just because they win this game, I don't think that's going to give them too much momentum. Like, that's – if they do win, it will probably just be a cupcake game like we talked about. So that's not that's not really saying much about them if they just win this one easily, if they beat the Bills, you know. So they're going to have to keep working hard because, like you said, like their offense isn't anything too special. Without Aaron Rodgers, I mean, they're not really doing much in that division especially. Yeah. But with Aaron Rodgers, they have a chance to, to always contend. So I just think that they need to really focus on the defense. I mean, their defense is it's not bad. It's just young at this point. Like, their secondary, they have Ha, Clinton Dix, who's who's the, the veteran on that secondary. But then they just drafted two, uh, I believe it was the two first-round picks they had were in the secondary mm-hmm. or first and a second, something like that, mm-hmm. with Alexander and Josh Jackson. So, I mean, once they kind of mature and once that front seven gets just a little bit more help, I feel like... That's when Rodgers gets enough help to, to you know, keep his defense, like get his defense off the field and then offense on the field more, you know. Yeah. You know what's been killing him, at least for Quay Matthews, is the new penalty yeah, rule, yeah. the sack of the quarterback. Yeah, I think curious. a couple of those were a little bit off. It's I, a little ridiculous. Like, just this, it's forward progress. It's forward momentum. Like, you can't do anything. It's hard. You saw the... Um, and he even tried. He he even, like, he, yeah, he, he tried like to roll off. off and, yeah. and what was the player? I think it was a Dolphins player that got hurt this yeah, past William week. Hayes trying to, trying to, his ACL, yeah, Trying to go around. He just lost the season. That's, and, yeah. That's a, that's a year out of his career. That that penalty kind of does affect teams. Because I was watching the uh, Cowboys game last week. And I forget, I forget who got called for roughing the passer on a sack. And then the next play, we ran up a blitz. And Jalen Smith came right up the middle. And kind of just like arm tackled the quarterback. And missed the quarterback... 
and they missed Russell Wilson. He got a first down. And I, and that's like that's like pure based off the penalty because if that penalty's not called the play before or just being called the way it's called this year, then then Jalen Smith is just gonna go in there and hit him. And that's a lot of defensive players. You see that after a penalty's called, they're coming down. They have a pass rush. They're scared to actually hit the quarterback because they might be better off just letting him complete a five yard pass and actually sacking him just because of the flag. Exactly. But let's go back to the game and talking about the Bills. Do you think the Bills can do anything this year? If let's say they win this game somehow, do you think they can do anything this year? And right, and let's say use that momentum off of being two of the better NFC teams. Uh. I mean, it it kind of depends on one person, which is uh, Josh Allen. Like, if he comes in and does what he did last week against, like we said, like I said, the uh, one of the better defense in the league. Like, like he was hurtling people. Like, yeah, you don't see a rookie place. quarterback coming with that. Compass, I don't see any quarterback throwing the ball, people. running the ball. Like, you don't see that very often. So, I mean, I there was something that we saw him in him last week that was very special. And honestly, I don't think it will keep up. But mm. if it does, that'd be awesome. Like, I love to see teams who are bad like just turn out to be good you know like you want to see all the good teams like like the NFL is the best players in the world so you want to see like the best like you want to see great teams like you don't want to see bad teams come in so I would love to see Josh Allen come in and do what he did last week I don't think it will happen but just because we saw him he was able to do that like he has a little bit around him like the defense isn't bad so that helps a little bit so I mean if if it happens that'd be awesome to see I just honestly I don't think it will happen so I'm going to disagree with you as far as the person that they need to focus on. I don't think it's Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen will do what he has to do. I think the person that uh, all Buffalo fans need to rely on is Sean McDermott. Him making the right play calls, him putting the right people in the right position for success. Like, them switching out uh, Nate Peterman last year for uh, or Tyrod Taylor for Nate Peterman last year, that almost costed them the playoffs. They almost didn't make that because of that. So, I, I, I can't imagine he makes that same mistake again and putting Nate Peterman in, no matter how bad Josh Allen struggles. But, I think, I think I agree with you about the defense. The defense is pretty solid. They have some pieces where they can do good, but I just feel like Nate Peterman needs to make the right play calls in situations for them to better themselves for the future. Because maybe not this year, but next year they might be better. Because then the division might get weaker as far as uh, we don't know how long Brady's going to be yeah. there. So because once he leaves, the division is basically up for grabs. <laughs> And Sam Darnold's pretty good in that yeah. division, so we, we're still. I, it'll it'll probably it end up being around like between Josh Allen and Sam Darnold, Darnold because yeah. they're the young quarterbacks. They got drafted in the same year, so yeah. it's gonna be interesting to see that. But since we're talking about the Bills, that leads us into the question of the day, and it has to deal with the Bills and their playoff history. And as you know, last year the Bills they they made the playoffs for the first time. I I want to say since two thousand. I want to say. Around there. Around there. They lost to Tennessee in the Music City Miracle, whatever that was. And I just want to know what you guys know about this, but what year was the last Buffalo Bills playoff win? Oh, jeez. Okay. I'm guessing. Yeah, you can guess right now. I'm going to just throw a guess out there. I'm going to say 94. 94? I'm going to go with 19... Ninety two. We'll see a little bit earlier. <laughs> All right, they're good guesses. So we'll we'll get to that uh, at the end of the podcast. But we're gonna move on to the four o'clock game that we wanted to talk about, and that's the New Orleans Saints against the New York Giants. And the Saints, they kind of have been, you know, the Saints, but also not the Saints <laughs> at the same time. This season has been kind of weird, and with the Giants, they started off zero two, and they got a win against the winless. Houston Texans. So, who do you think needs this win the most? 
uh, I'd probably have who needs it the most. Yeah. Uh, I'd probably go with the Giants. I feel like the Giants are still unsure where they stand as far as the league. Like, are they a good team? Are they a bad team? Can they be more consistent with their offense and their scoring? Like, we all know Drew Brees and Michael Thomas. That connection will always be there. He's going to get the points up. They're going to run the numbers up no matter who they go against. And they'll have the confidence to do that. Alvin Kamara out the backfield, that's another receiver who's dominant, who can show that he can create space off of rushing or passing. And then soon we'll be getting Mark Ingram back. So I think that's a big addition for them. So I'm going to say the Giants need to win this game as far as them think, kind of getting into their own ego and kind of making themselves better mentally because Odell's probably starting to get frustrated. Saquon's not really sure what... His role is he's like he's getting good rushing numbers, kind of like yeah. he's a little shaky. Like that lines, that it's line, not his fault. It's definitely the, the lines. The line, and then Eli's getting sacked. Like against the Cowboys, he got sacked six times. Like yeah. that's a lot. Like that'll affect you. And he's starting to get older, so like it's starting to take yeah. a toll more on his body. Yeah, yeah. I think I think both teams really kind of need this. They're getting desperate um, because they're they're not doing great. Like they have the team on paper. Like last year, the Saints did amazing. Right now, they're they're two and one, which is obviously that's fine. Like yeah. I'll take that for my team, and um, but they just don't look the part. Like their offense is scoring, but their defense is just it. It's it's like when their offense scores, then their defense lets up points. Like that's why yeah. they keep getting in these close games, which is mm-hmm. really weird. And now that they're going, they're going in the Giant Stadium, and, and and let me tell you, like I've I've been to Giant Stadium, like it's a pretty hostile environment. Like you'll get some New Orleans fans, but the Giants fans really bring it when you're there. So that's going to be a, a, a an environment that that would be uh, interesting to see how Breeze really responds to that and all their other other guys, especially their defense. Like if if Eli is somehow rolling with Odell, like it might be over for that defense. Like the Saints' offense will have to keep up. So like like I said, they're both desperate for one. I think the Saints will end up coming out with it because I think Drew Breeze is just that good, and like he'll help that offense like figure stuff out. Mm-hmm. But uh, they're gonna have to be on their stuff today. Yeah, I'm definitely going with a high-scoring game. Yeah, it'd probably be a high-scoring game. But I think the Saints need to win the most. I mean, both teams definitely do because you look at the the divisions that they're in. They're definitely divisions that can, like, go multiple ways, especially the Saints. So, like, you have the Falcons, the Panthers, the Bucks, who are 2-1. and And now the Saints, they're 2-1 also, tied for the top of the division. But they need to they need to prove defensively what they can do. I'm not worried about their offense looking slow sometimes or not because that offense can turn up whenever they need to. They have Drew Brees, they have Kamara, and they don't even have Ingram yet. So, like, their offense isn't a concern for me yet. And they still have put up points. They put up 40 points week one. They still lost because of their defense. And that was me. I want to see what their defense can do because – that Tampa Bay Buccaneers receiving core is probably one of the best in the league with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Deshaun Jackson. But now here in New York, you have Odell Beckham and Sterling Shepard and also Evan Ingram. Is he playing today? Is Ingram playing? Uh, no, he's not. Oh, he's not playing. But still, you have Odell and Sterling Shepard with Saquon Barkley coming out the backfield that Eli likes to use a lot, especially when he's under pressure and stuff. So I want to see how the Bucks can kind of respond to that because against receiver, against really, I mean, the Saints... Because against really good receivers, they seem to struggle. And the, I just look back to the Bucks game, and Marshawn Lattimore was one defensive rookie of the year last year, and he completely just got violated mm-hmm. by Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. And Odell is probably better than Mike Evans. They're definitely close, but that's the same type of talent. That's an elite yeah. receiver that you have to focus same on. They like to force feed them the ball. Yeah, and they got drafted in the same draft class. And Odell's really is going to be a key part, especially with the Saints' offense being able to score points. The Giants' offense is going to rely on Odell to make plays so they they their defense needs to really 
step up this game and prove something, especially because the Giants' offense has looked like they struggled in against good defenses. So they played Dallas' defense, they struggled. They played the Jaguars' defense, they struggled. So if the Saints want to prove that they're a good defense, they got to come out here and prove something because the Giants' offense isn't unstoppable. Mm-hmm. So I think the Saints got, got something to uh, prove more, and they need to win more because their division is more competitive and better than the NFC East. Yeah. Well, we're going to go into the night game now. Well, the Monday night game, and it's between the red-hot Kansas City Chiefs and the Denver Broncos, who seem like they're going in the right direction this year. And you have Pat Mahomes going against Case Keenum. Both teams, they, they weren't their starting quarterbacks last year. But let's start with Patrick Mahomes. Do you think he can keep this up and really be on track for MVP season? Uh, I think he can... For MVP season, I think he'll have he's have a good start. He's had the best start in NFL history with uh, what was it, thirteen touchdowns, no yeah. interceptions. That's better than the greats, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. And they and I believe Peyton Manning went on to win MVP that season when he did that. Yeah. So I think he has the potential to, but it's just when I look at the team and the talent, it's really great and it's really on paper. It's it's, it's amazing and it's showing out yeah. to me. But my concern is it's the Chiefs. And Andy Reid has done this. He did this last year with Alex Smith. But this is a different quarterback because yeah, yeah. it's now a different play style because now he has that yeah. deep ball option. But it just concerns me because it is Andy Reid and the Chiefs. And they always start off hot and then they come back down to earth. And then now they start to struggle and then they don't know where their identity is. So I think he, him personally, if he can solidify every game. He's going to start throwing turnovers because that's just how the yeah, game goes as you, as you progress. And he's young too. So, so I just think it. if he can consistently learn and Andy Reid can actually call games better as the season gets longer and start winning games when it really stay matters, consistent with stay it, consistent yeah. with the winning instead of just Keep doing like because you're gonna have to change it up. Yeah. Teams are gonna start reading. Because that's what happened last year. They started up. like six and zero. They're the best team in the league. And then they and dropped then, off. Yeah. So I just think it is. I think consistency yeah. is the right word for them. Yeah, I I'd have to agree with um with what you were talking about with Andy Reid. Like as as Eagles fans, obviously we saw it a little more than a, a, a lot of other people. But he just knows how to make the quarterback look good. Like especially in the regular season. Like you saw Alex Smith beginning of the season last year. Like yeah. he was MVP favorite through like three games. So like. Obviously, I'm not comp- I'm not going to compare Patrick Mahomes to Alex Smith because because Patrick Mahomes has talent that Alex Smith just has not had like he he doesn't have and he won't have. So I mean, just Andy Reid getting this quarterback and and making him the starter at the beginning of this season was such a smart move, and it's already paying off. And I, I don't see it not paying off in the future. Like I feel like he's going to keep this momentum rolling. I'm not sure about the playoffs because like we all know, Andy Reid is not great in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So um. I just think for a regular season, at least Mahomes will keep this up. Like he really has that talent. Like he has something that you don't see. Like he's got, he's got that that mentality, like that uh that kind of killer mentality to go out there and just like beat up on a team. And he also has, he has the arm to do it, and he's got the legs to do. It. Like he can run if he needs to, and then he can just chuck yeah. the ball for an easy touchdown. You uh, you know who actually reminds me of as far as like the Andy Reid era. This brings me back to um, when Mike Vick was for when he was with the yeah, Eagles. I was just thinking that. And Andy Reid likes these quarterbacks with big arms that can go deep, that can take these yeah, shots. And Deshaun Jackson says Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Yeah. So then he he likes these type of connections. That's why I think like Nick Foles has a good arm, but he's not always like I'm just gonna keep throwing yeah, it. Yeah. Like I can just 
Andy Reid's type of quarterback has a strong arm. Yeah. Alex Smith isn't that type of player, so that's why he kind of had to go away. So this might be a good fit for Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. So we'll just see what the future is. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it's definitely a good fit because when you think, like, any quarterback, if you get to go play for Andy Reid, he's one of the best coaches of all time. You can't even deny that. He has a lot of wins and all that. Like, the only thing that's really hurting him is just the Super Bowl. But, you like, besides that, Andy Reid, as long as he wants to coach, he will have a job. And the thing, the reason why is because he always finds ways to win regular season games, at least. And last year, you see this with the Chiefs every year. They start off hot, mm-hmm. and then they fall off. And now, this year, they have to, like you said, they have to stay consistent. And Patrick Mahomes is way more consistent than uh, Alex Smith, in my opinion. Because Alex Smith last year, you could tell. I, I, was t- I could tell the first game of the year he beat. Uh, Tom Brady, and but you know that happens. You know it was an upset, and he looked. He actually looked really good. And the next game he came out, he beat the Eagles, and the Eagles weren't the Super Bowl champion Eagles in Week Two yeah, last year. Exactly. So you can't even you can't even do that. But I watched Alex Smith. You know, as the season, I watched him in those first two games, and he dominated. Then I watched him uh, towards the middle end of the season when he was playing Dallas, and Dallas beat that, and Dallas beat him, and Dallas was nowhere close better than the Patriots or the Eagles, who were the two teams in the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. And it's just because Alex Smith is a quarterback who's done this his whole career. Actually, back in San Francisco, he's always been solid, but he can't finish the job. And it's because he can't, he doesn't take risk, and he yeah. can't take risk because his arm isn't that strong. He's definitely smart and athletic, which helps him. But he's very conservative, and you can't win championships with a conservative quarterback mm. unless your defense is really that good. And their defense is good, but they just lost Marcus Peters. Eric Berry's not the same. Yeah, it's nothing special. And it's, yeah, it's just nothing special anymore. The defense was better when it like two, three years ago yeah, when Alex was, was, was really exactly. Good. So what Andy Reid has to do now because he has Patrick Mahomes. This is your franchise. You don't have to really worry about your offense. Your offense is probably one of the best offenses in the league. You have great receivers, great tight end. Uh, they could probably use a little bit of work on the line, but their line is pretty solid. Yeah. But defensively, you have to because you lose a guy like uh, Derek Johnson. And I'm pretty sure Tom Bali left. Yeah. So those are two big players that have been there for a while, even back way back, you know. That yeah. so that's that's the Chiefs, you know, you know, really like that's how they play. They play defensive football and they right now they have to get that defense. Back to where it was. Yeah, to where it was. But as far as Patrick Mahomes is concerned, I think he could definitely keep this up and, you know, be up there for MVP. I don't, I'm not sure if he's gonna win it. It's a long season, but mm-hmm. there's definitely the future is definitely looking uh bright for him. Yeah. But now we're going to the Broncos. In case Keenum led his team to the conference championship last year, he didn't have much success, but he had a good season last year, replacing uh the injured Sam Bradford. But do you think Case Keenum was the right fit for the Broncos? Uh, right now it's looking pretty good, honestly. Mm-hmm. They're they're two and one. He's he's kind of just doing what Broncos quarterbacks haven't really done lately. Mm-hmm. Like last year when they had um, Simeon, I think started Simeon, a while. Yeah. Like Sanders, you wouldn't see with the ball that much. Demarius Thomas barely would get the ball. Yeah, they, they dropped would, the stock in the receivers. Yeah, they would sure. sometimes like run the ball well. Sometimes they wouldn't when they had CJ Anderson. It was it was weird. So, I mean, he's kind of just spreading the ball out. Like, he's not a bad quarterback case. You know, I'm not very high on him. Like, I don't think he's ever going to really win anything, like, yeah. like a Super Bowl. But he's he's a he's a good quarterback. Like, he knows how to – he knows not to just think about his first option. Like, he, he uses his options. Yeah. Like, he's very smart. So, so the fact that he can, he can throw it and he has these two – these two, like, really good receivers in Sanders and Thomas, I mean – He's already looking pretty good, and they're just going to make him start to look better, honestly. Like, yeah. They feed off of each other. like So I don't honestly think this is going to be a, a, a blowout, honestly. 
I feel like it will be a higher scoring game mm-hmm. where the Chiefs kind of barely take it. But Keenum, I think, will try to keep up with him to show that he's still what he was last year. You know. See, but I think I think a lot of their success has become has be, has been from their defense. I think their defense has stepped up in certain games because I'm looking at his uh, his stats from the last three weeks. In through three games, he's thrown for seven hundred and forty-three yards. That's pretty. That's yeah, pretty that's solid. Tired, yeah. But he's thrown for three touchdowns in three games and five interceptions. Yeah, <clears throat> that's not the best stat. The interception, like that's turning the ball over more than your your score. Yeah. So I think they're relying on their defense to come up big in certain situations, in the run game too. Yeah, they have two good running. I think Lindsey. I think Lindsey's shown that he's a good running back and as Freeman. well as well as Freeman. Rich Freeman. I think that 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 one-two punch combo that they have. Is what's giving them the opportunity to move the ball forward when Case Keenum's not on his best game yeah. as far as like scoring wise. So I mean, I kind of like it just because <clears throat> you know the Broncos—they're a couple steps away from you know getting back to this, their Super Bowl winning team. Um, and uh, they they actually got Case Keenum, I think, because he's a he's a good fit. Because if you look at what he was at last year, he was on a team who was you know they needed a quarterback. They don't need a great quarterback to really do something. They have a good defense. And, you know, you look at his weapons. You have Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders here in Denver. And then in Minnesota, you have Diggs and Thielen. You have Diggs and Thielen. And then and your Leon. running backs. And your running backs, you have uh, you had Latavius Murray last year and Jarek McKinnon for most of the year because Dalvin Cook got hurt. And then this year, you have uh, Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman. So, like, he has a similar type of team yeah. going, going with, you know, the defensive team with great weapons around him. And Case Keenum has the all-time record in college for – for uh, passing yards. So I think as long as he can uh, just stay consistent, lower down on the turnovers, because that's what, mm-hmm. one thing he didn't do last year. Yeah. You, you can't win games with turnovers, especially against a team like the Chiefs. They will, they will put up points on you in and, and a heartbeat. So, I mean, I like the fit for now. It's definitely not a long-term solution, but Case Keenum can definitely, is a guy who's capable of winning games, and that's mm-hmm. all the Broncos needed right now until you know they get that chance to get their franchise quarterback. But it's going to be hard because they're not that bad of a team and they could they could be competing for a playoff spot because the AFC is kind of you know weird right now and shaky. So especially that division, there's three good teams in that division because the Raiders I don't know what's wrong with them, but you have the Chargers, the Chiefs, and then the Broncos. So Case Keenum definitely is going to have um his work cut out for him, and he's going to have to you know really show like he's better than last year. He has to take a step forward, or else you know the the Broncos aren't going to do much. Yeah. This is a question for both of you, actually, since you brought up how the uh, AFC is shaky. This, doesn't, this is a little off topic. It doesn't have to do with the Broncos. Do you guys think that the Patriots are going to bounce back and enter the playoffs this season? I mean, think this is... they have yeah. to. Like, there's no way. <laughs> like, I, I can't imagine the playoffs without, you know, the Patriots in it and mm-hmm. Tom Brady in it. It's like year. the playoffs without LeBron in it. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. happen. So, like, he looked... I mean, Tom Brady is the GOAT for a reason, and mm-hmm. they can lose this game, they can lose the next game, but they'll finish the season strong enough to win the division. They just need 10 wins to win that division. If that, you know, they have to compete with the Dolphins for sure, and they'll be three games behind the Dolphins if they lose. Yeah. But it's Tom Brady, it's the Patriots, it's Bill Belichick. They're the best coach, best, uh, best quarterback. Edelman hasn't even played a snap yet, or Josh Gordon. So, I mean... I, it would be shocking for me the Patriots yeah, miss the playoffs. Because yeah. now I'm looking at the schedule. It, just, <laughs> it doesn't even seem like it's possible for them to miss it. Because after this game, they play the Colts who are shaky. They play the Chiefs who are a good team. The Bears, the Bills. They're the all Packers. winnable games for the Patriots. Every yeah, game like, on your schedule is winnable. And then I look the at like the, even like late game, they play the Titans, the Jets, and then they got like a game with the Vikings. But yeah. we don't even know if the Vikings yeah. are still good mm-hmm. or not. Like, this, this season will definitely shape out. 
it's just, it's hard to see them not yeah, make it. Yeah, it's probably gonna be like if they do end up losing a few more, like at the beginning of the season, it's probably gonna be the same thing as Rogers had, I think two years ago when he, he had that relaxed. yeah the relaxed speech he had in the in the post in the interview because Brady like I'm not saying like Rogers has a different talent than Brady, but Brady yeah. they have the same mentality like they'll get their guys sharp. So that they'll win a game, like yeah. they could beat any team. Mm-hmm. Like I think they could easily beat any team at points. Like there's mm-hmm. there's a game that Brady could, the the week before, just have all of his guys so ready because, because everyone probably everyone respects him. Like he has literally he can he can bring in his five rings and everyone will be like, like he knows okay. how to win. Yeah. Obviously, mm-hmm. like I'm gonna listen to him. Like I don't think people don't listen to Brady and and Belichick the same thing. So like if they really are in distress, like they're gonna be like, all right, we have to really. Step up, like step up this week and, yeah. and win, and they they can do that every single week if they yeah. really want to do. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll be fine. But um, before we go to easy pickings to end the podcast, we'll go back to the question of the day. And the question was, when was the last Bills playoff victory? And it was nineteen ninety five against <sighs> the Miami Boy Dolphins. Year. So you, Dale was really Boy close. Year. You were also really close. But yeah, the Bills just haven't had a lot of playoff I success. Going, I was thinking we're doing one. I was yeah. thinking we're doing one. Yeah, I was like, I was going to do two under. Yeah, so they haven't had much playoff success, and that was like right after the time they lost all those Super Bowls yeah, in a row. So I was trying to go yeah, like so right yeah. after, you know. Yeah, so uh, you guys were pretty close. That's kind of impressive. But now we're going to the easy pickings. Like I said before, it hasn't been easy at all. I've been struggling. I picked the Vikings to beat the Bills last week, and they lost. <laughs> Just unlucky. Like, so so this week I will redeem myself, and I'm picking this. San, I mean, the Los Angeles Chargers, I, I'm sorry for all those L.A. fans. I just got offended. But the L.A. Chargers over the San Francisco 49ers because no Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in C.J. Beathard to put up numbers that Phillip Rivers can. So I'm going to go Chargers in an easy win, 31-10. to 10. 31-10. I'm going to have to go with um, my Philadelphia Eagles over the Tennessee Titans. I think we're going to have a stronger week. This I think I – think, Wentz is going to have a better game. He's going to show that he's actually back. He's going to solidify that he's the top-ranked quarterback in this league. Our offense, I don't think we're going to go out and blow them out, but I think our offense will be able to put up over 20 points than we than we have in, like, the past couple of weeks. And I don't think Marcus Mariota is health, fully healthy. His hand's banged up. I think they're off. They're a running their team. Their offense is terrible. They're their defense is really good. They're a running team, and they're struggling with the runs. Yeah. And their quarterback just hurt their hand. Their elbow. His elbow. His elbow. He hurt his elbow. They don't have Delaney Walker, who was one of their best receivers last week. And last they year. just cut uh, Rashard Matthews. And they just cut Rashard Matthews. So I think this offense is going that down. Issues. Our defense <laughs> Our defense is going to – our defense in the run has already shown that we've stepped up. And I think our – the secondary is going to have a better impact than they have in the past because I feel like they're going to have a confident game knowing that they can compete with these. Yeah. It's definitely going to be got Alshon back to the Eagles. Possibly. So. Depends. For a little he's going to play. He's but sick. Yeah. They say he's going to play, but like he'll probably be 50% yes. not all snaps. So my, just, just Alshon Jeffrey a little bit. Like we'll get you I mean, the a Titans, little more out of Yeah, wins, the Titans defense is good. Mm-hmm. So... All you guys really have to do though is score like 17 points. Yeah, yeah but my prediction is really weak. It's probably going to be 28 to 13 the Eagles. Okay. Uh, my easy pickings. I'm just, I'm just gonna try to go against the team again. I know it didn't work for me saying the Packers against the Redskins last week, but I'm gonna go Seahawks over Cardinals mm-hmm. in an easy win. The Seahawks didn't look great the first two weeks, but then they came out against Dallas, who, who's not a bad team, and they kind of, they kind of their offense looked good against. Yeah, they looked, they looked pretty good. Like both, yeah. both sides of the ball, I thought looked pretty yeah. good. So and like I said, the Cardinals are zero and three. They have a rookie starter and Josh Rosen who, who mm-hmm. could come out and do something, but I'm not seeing it, especially because he ended the game last week and didn't look great. So I'm gonna go Seahawks and an easy win of uh, 
24 to 10. 24 to 10. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up today's Logic Sports NFL Sunday podcast. Uh, We'll talk to you guys on Thursday. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Podcast Logic and go Cowboys. Ah, go Eagles.